This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This week, we are focusing on the Taoist concept of Shen, or spiritual consciousness. You will learn how to identify, connect with, nurture, and honor your Shen, and how to use your Shen as a supportive, wise, and powerful guiding compass for your life. Okay, David, so tell us a little bit more about the Taoist concept of Shen. Well, Shen is a very important concept to consider in Taoism. It's Shen, spelled S-H-E-N. And my definition or my interpretation is slightly different to those you'll see in most Taoist books. Most Taoist books will talk about Shen as the heart center. In my teaching and my exploration and, and my uh, living in the mountains with the monks, my definition is slightly different. I would like you to think and consider your Shen as your expression of innate value and worth. And so this expression, but it, there's a connection to a kind of spiritual essence, something that is not, that's something that's greater than the kind of human part of us, our human mind, our uh, physical body, our bones and our cells. There's a kind of distinctive se- separation or distinctive difference between the human part of our energy and I guess the spiritual part of our energy. That's right, Alex. And that's where a lot of people get mistaken about Shen. Shen is not an external thing. And that's why um, some people will call it your spirit or your spirituality. And I'm quite happy with that definition. The problem with that word spirituality tends to make you think it's something outside of you. You have to obtain or you have to get or it comes to you. Where Shen is something that is yours. And as you say, it's different to the material, human side, the skin and the bones and the hair and the things you can see. That's very important. And you may think about that as yang in the yin-yang thing. The human side of us is the yang side of us. And then what would be the yin side of us? And it's this spirituality, this Shen, something you can't see, something that's not material. And perhaps the best way for you to kind of get a handle on this, if you've been lucky enough to have a child, if you think about your child and I asked you to describe your child, of course you'd describe their physical appearance, the hair, how tall they are, how old they are. But then if I asked you, is that all they are? Is that physicality is all they represent? Well, of course not. There's something about their spirit, the the essence of who they are. The people who meet them can recognize that, but you can't grasp it. You can't put it in a bottle and sell it. And that's the idea of Shen, this non-physical, the yin to the yang. And this yin-yang kind of um, working together is very interesting because a lot of Taoists will think of Shen as the yin mother that's what they describe it as. And that's when I first started to develop many years ago. 
this idea that if the Shen is the yin mother, then the yang, the physical side of us, our mind, our thinking, our beliefs that we create in this human life becomes the yang, the inner child. And so that was when I first started, oh, many years ago now, to develop this concept of the inner child, that the yin mother is the spiritual parent to the inner child. So that kind of wise, innate knowing that we have within us, so whether we want to call it Shen, spiritual consciousness, our higher self, our authentic self, there's many different definitions many. we can use. And it's almost like we don't want to get too hooked up well, can I just on the add terminology. In, can I just add another couple yeah. of those on? Because for those listening, instinct, yeah, intuition, Gut feeling. You see, there's many names trying to understand this something you can't grasp, but something that you know is extremely powerful. And that's why when you put those labels on, Alex, it's very important to widen the labels. Because how many times in all of our lives have you looked back on something and said, I know I should have done that. I know that was wrong. I knew the right way. And it's that that Shen is. So the Shen has a characteristic of wisdom, of intuition, of deep knowing Mm -hmm. that, as we say on a lot of our teachings, that we often ignore because we allow our inner child or our ego to kind of dominate and control our lives. So the Shen is, is there as really as our true wise guide. But um, what I'm interested in as well is this idea that not only does it represent value as a, in terms of its wisdom, but it, it, as you say, with this idea of this innate uh, sense of who we are, we often, you know, because when we're brought up as children, our worth and our identity is defined by what we do, how we succeed, how we perform, what we look like, our material wealth. Um, it, they're kind of like structures we, like we, we construct in terms of our self-identity through our life. But our shen is this value that is intrinsic that we are born with and we will die with. And, and also it's, it's not just about us. It's almost like our connection to the wider spiritual energy of the universe. It, it's like the thread that runs through us and connects us to everything else. And that's exactly how the Taoists would teach Shen. We are part of nature. We are not apart from it. And here's another great teaching. We come from source. We go back to source. We are source. And that source is that Shen spirituality, as you said, that we see all around us. How many times you've seen a sunset or a waterfall and it's taken your breath away or something as simple as a butterfly or picked up a flower and really looked at it in detail. That amazing awesomeness that you can see all around you, that sometimes in our busy lives, as you quite rightly say, because we we get kind of overtaken by the societal worth and we forget this innate worth. And that's why these teachings are so important. And I will say, I think when I listen to other models and teachers, I do think this is what makes the Wu Wei wisdom model slightly different. At the ground, at the grounding, because that's another word, the grounding of where you are 
anchored to is Shen, your innate spirituality, as you all call it, your spiritual consciousness, who you are. And the thing is why it's so difficult and challenging for you is because that Shen voice, but sometimes the Taoists will call the sage, S-A-G-E. The Shen voice is the sage. It's very quiet, very strong, but very quiet. And then the loud voice of the inner child can kind of go over it and we get taken away with the inner child's wanting, needing, perfection, all the stuff we talk about. And we don't listen to the voice of the Shen, much quieter, much wiser, but that's where we should be grounded. And that's why we do these teachings, to help you to understand. But you do know it. You definitely know it. Every human being knows this voice. And what we're trying to do is to connect you more strongly with it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like the, the kind of visualization of our Shen almost being like a wise guru that sits in a cave within us. It doesn't kind of have billboards and adverts and tannoys announcing outside come and listen to me i know all the answers i can help you i'm the best you know don't take any notice of your ego it just sits quietly in the cave (laughs) within us and waits for us to come to it and so as you say we are often uh in some ways understandably distracted by and follow the voice of our ego or, or inner child because that is making a loud noise. That is creating strong, uncomfortable red light emotions of anxiety or anger or frustration within us that we, in some ways, are naturally drawn to address rather than kind of going within, going to seek advice and solace and a calmness with that kind of Shen energy within us. I think that distinction that you're talking about there, Alex, is really the key to this teaching, that the inner child, the ego, the um, monkey mind, it can be called, is so loud, so aggressive, and so about this world, this societal value, how much of you, what car are you driving, how much have you got, who's getting better salary, look how they look like. This buys into this part of you, and it's very easy to be taken over. It's very, very easy to become consumed, and that's a good word, because it's a consumer society, and it's very easy to be drawn into that. Whereas you said, the Shen, it's almost like when I was studying many, many, many years ago, we didn't have the internet, and if we wanted to study, we used to have to, I used to have to catch the bus and go to the library, go to the main reference library and sit there all day. And to me, the Shen is like the reference library. All of the knowledge that you ever want, you ever need were in your life. You have it, but it's in your reference library. And as you quite rightly said, it was a lovely teaching. You have to go to it. And that's what the Tao means. The Tao means the path or the way, the way to your Shen. And you do that by understanding the two elements and don't be kind of dragged along. I often use the analogy like a dog pulling you, the inner child, and 
because consumerist society will pull you. It's never enough, is it? Never enough. You're never going to have enough money. You're never going to be better than the Joneses because there's always new Joneses. And this is why you have to get this balance and really connect because it takes a little bit more work and effort to connect to Shen. But I like the idea that we have to be intentional about our connection, that we can't take it for granted because it is such a wonderful, powerful thing. But it's almost like it's a part of us that we need to treat with respect and to honour. And I know we've taught on several teachings, which I can put links to in the show notes, the one of the easiest ways to connect to the Shen is through a form of mindfulness or meditation. And that could be a traditional form of meditation, or it could be simply going out for a walk in nature or doing something relaxing like cooking. Any activity where you are essentially calming down the busyness of your mind, the chatter of the ego, the, the kind of demands of, of the fearful inner child. Because once we quite in that part of our mind down, then we can hear the softness of the Shen speaking to us. You're right, Alex, and a lot of clients will say that to me, that they'll say, oh, don't talk about meditation, I've tried meditation, I can't sit with my legs crossed. For a Taoist, that's not meditation. Meditation, as Alex has just described perfectly, is the process of focusing your mind. And it is just being focused and understanding the noise that the inner child or society's values will create. Recognizing that because we live in society and the inner child is real and we've done so many teachings on how to reparent and how to find the balance. But that's not where you should be anchored in because that's where those red lights of stress, anxiety, All of that negative stuff, it's in that side. And if you can anchor into the Shen side of you, as Alex had just explained, this is where you'll find that inner peace, that stillness, that quietness. But you have to walk to Shen. Shen won't come and find you and say, hey, come here, this is the place you should be. You have to make that decision. And that is the mindfulness. That's the focus of your mind. And for me, that's the meditation that Alex has just explained it perfectly. That could be listening to music, walking in nature, doing handicrafts, cooking, whatever it is that stops that external chatter because this is an internal. Remember, Shen is internal, not external. That's why don't get it confused. It's not a religion. It's connecting to what you already have, and it's an internal journey. And and I want to just pick you up on that distinction, because obviously, like, our self-talk is an internal narrative yes. that's yeah. going on. And a lot of people have asked us, how do I, how can I spot the difference between the voice of my inner child or my ego compared to the voice of my Shen? How, how can I tell the difference? It's such a great question. I would say there's two or three ways. As first of all, the inner child uh, voice is always louder. It's always, and, 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 what, and what I say to my clients is when they ask me that, the inner child will talk at you. You should be doing this. We should be better. Look what they're doing. And it's very critical. It's very comparing. It's very judgmental, what we call CCJ. 
It's very more kind of in a rush, more highly powered. It has to be done now. It has to be done in the way I want it. I want to make sure the future is sound. I want to make sure I can cope. I'm not good enough. I'm unlovable. People See, it's very demanding where the Shen voice talks from you. It doesn't talk at you. It talks from you. It's a much deeper voice. It's a more considered voice. It's a voice where you kind of go, mm, let me just think about that for a second. Take a breath. I often say to my clients, you know, is when we're working and we're doing the golden thread and I ask them a question and I can see their eyes going like this, you know, they're trying to think of a quick answer and I say to them, drop your shoulders. You can do this now as you're listening. Drop your shoulders. Take a breath. And just listen to that inner voice. Don't listen to this voice up here. Just take a breath. Calm down. And it takes a little bit of practice because it's worth it. It doesn't come immediately. But I'm only talking about 10, 15 minutes a day. You can be lying in bed as on the morning and just breathe deep, drop shoulders, and try and listen to that inner voice. That's where you should be grounding yourself in that Shen voice. And the way to Shen is very important. And so this voice as well, I would say is not, it doesn't give you the extremes. It doesn't give you the kind of fearful worst case scenarios. It, it, it doesn't if, deal with, with if emotions at if all. If we're looking for answers to a, a problem, the inner child or the ego will suggest worst-case outcomes, extreme choices, very black and white, where the Shen, as you say, is way more considered, less extreme, more pondering. It will perhaps provide more choices for you if we open up to it in terms of ways forward. Well, the way you use your hands there is very Shen-like. It opens up all of the uh, opportunities for you. It doesn't seem very narrow like the inner child. It's got to be this way. This, the Shen will open up the opportunities. And then the other thing where the inner child will always use red light emotions, whatever you want to call it, stress, tension, anxiety, the Shen doesn't use those emotions. The Shen's emotions are more of a stillness and a grounding and a peace and a tranquility. There's a wonderful Taoist saying that says, in the middle of a, the middle of a tornado, doesn't matter how violent the tornado, there is a quiet place. And that's Shen. Inside of you, it doesn't matter how difficult and challenging your life is at the moment, and I know a lot of you are going through big challenges, try and find that quiet place inside of you, even if it's for 10 minutes a day, and just work from that going out, not protecting yourself from things coming in. Put the direction of your energy from in to out, not protecting yourself from out to in. Mm. And so, David... We've obviously talked about how useful and helpful and supportive Shen can be when we're going through challenging times. But is as a as a kind of rule for living, should we have that strong connection and uh, relationship with Shen at all times throughout our life, even when things are okay, when we're not in dire straits? Absolutely, Alex. And the pathway to Shen is very important. The way that leads you, the Tao connecting you to your Shen more strongly. Remember, the Shen's always there, as we said, 
there when you were born, be there when you die, it's with you all the time. So all we're doing this teaching for is that you are connected to it strongly all through your life. And for me, the translation that I would offer you to consider is truth, honesty, and integrity. Truth, honesty, and integrity. And first of all, I would say in your self-talk, what you say to yourself, because this is the other way where you'll find the difference between your inner child babbling away, saying things like, you're not good enough. That's a lie. That's not true. And if you follow that, you're moving away from Shen and moving into the inner child's territory where she or she will take over and use emotions. Honesty. Live your life with an honesty. And that frees you. That frees you that you're, you're saying and thinking what you know and reacting to people in a very honest and straightforward way. You're speaking the truth to yourself and you're honest in what you do and what you say. And integrity. And I find when I'm working with my clients, this is what they're most interested in. They ask me about, what do you mean by integrity? And I used to say up until about 10 years ago, it means walking your walk and talking your talk. And I think that's a good explanation, but I've kind of made it more wider now. If you want to get a good idea of what I mean by integrity, think about the opposite, hypocrisy, being hypocritical. And many of my clients, they don't like that word, but when you have a dual belief system, when you believe this and that at the same time, hypocritical when you say oh yes uh, I really do like myself but or I really do think I'm good enough but or I really think I'm lovable but here's your dual belief system and this is hypocritical you can only have one belief you can change your belief but you can only have one belief and all of those that I've just mentioned kind of weakens your pathway to Shen. Mm -hmm. That weakens that connection. Yes. So it's almost like uh, in our everyday life, whether it's first thing in the morning or when we encounter a new situation, we need to do that like, almost like a stress test. Is is what I'm about to say, is what I'm about to do, is what I'm thinking um, filled or coming from a place of truth, honesty and integrity? And if it is, then you're, you're, you're connected to Shen. Yes, yeah, so, so that stress test is very important, what you just said. I call it the Shen test. So, again, I've said this on all the videos. So let's just remind you, or if you're a new subscriber, the Shen test. When you hear yourself talk, say something like, I'm not good enough, I can't cope, I'm unlovable, ask yourself, would I say this to my physical child? What I'm saying to myself right now, would I say to my physical child? That's what I call the Shen test. And the answer I can tell you through my 45 years of practice is clients will look at me and laugh and say, of course I wouldn't. It would be cruel. It would be, it would be, be harmful. But then I say, well, why are you saying it to yourself? Why are you making now a dual belief system, you see? Why is it okay for you to say it to yourself? But you wouldn't say you wouldn't say it even to a family member, a niece or a nephew come up and says, "Auntie, um, uh, I'm you know I, I didn't do very well on my maths exam." You wouldn't say to them, "Oh yeah, well that's because you're not good enough." You wouldn't say that. 
But you say to yourself very easily, and that's the Shen test, that's what you call the stress test, to make sure that you're always anchored and aligned to your Shen. This is your birthright. No one can give it to you. No one can add to it. You can't get more Shen, and no one can take it away from you. And that's why this teaching, for me, is one of the most vital and one of the most important. And I'll be happy to answer any of your questions you put below because this is a life-changing teaching. And this is not supernatural. It's not something outside of you. It's not something you have to go and find. You have to find it inside of you. It's in you. It's who you are. It's innate, intrinsic, inherent to you. Brilliant. Thank you, David. Well, I really hope you've enjoyed this teaching. As David said, please do put your questions below. I will put a link in the show notes to our Shen teaching playlist. So there's many more teachings on there on Shen and how to integrate it into your daily life. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations, plus our online events, offers, and gifts on our website, wuwaywisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy, and in your flow.